0: So, uh, Minister Dimitro uh, Kuleba, Minister of Foreign Affairs uh, of Ukraine, Excellency Ambassador of Ukraine to South Africa, uh, senior officials, uh, colleagues. Uh, I'm very pleased to welcome you, Minister, and your esteemed delegation to uh, South Africa. Uh, last year, 2022, we commemorated 30 years of diplomatic relations between South Africa and Ukraine thus marking uh, an important milestone in our relations. The relations between our countries uh, date back to the period of our country's people's quest for their political and economic freedom and uh, also marks the support that Ukraine then, as part of the Soviet Union, provided to the freedom struggle. Our engagement today gives us an opportunity to review the current state of our bilateral, political, and economic relations with a view to unlocking opportunities for further deepening of our relations. It also gives us an opportunity to reflect and have an honest exchange of views directed at deepening our common understanding of regional, multilateral, and global issues of mutual concern and interest. I'm hoping that the outcome of our meeting today will serve to further revitalize bilateral relations between our two countries, as we've built good relations since our first meeting in Lisbon, uh, in Portugal, and that the meeting will build on the foundation already laid during numerous engagements between ourselves and our heads of state uh, this year. We also will exchange views on how best we could work together to uh, strengthen relations uh, with South Africa, Ukraine, and the rest of the African continent, how we can use this bilateral relationship to build a greater African uh, partnership. We are deeply concerned, uh, Minister, about the continuing war between Russia and Ukraine, the continuing loss of lives, and the very, very worrying humanitarian situation. We are in discussion with our own leader, President Ramaphosa, to look at how we can have a greater impetus uh, to the African Peace Initiative to address our concerns with respect to this war. As the African continent, we have ourselves been witness to numerous conflicts and have have overcome many difficult wars. All conflict has devastating effects on countries involved uh, in them. The effects are felt both politically as well as economically, and in terms of the development opportunities for often innocent citizens. As a continent, we continue to strive to build peace, to strive to work toward developing a culture of peaceful resolution of conflict and the promotion of the importance of diplomacy and peace as the route to resolving any uh, uh, dispute. That's why we as South Africa always encourage a process of peaceful resolution of conflicts on our continent and globally. We believe the only path to peace is through diplomacy, dialogue, and commitment to the principles of the United Nations Charter, including the principle that all member states shall settle their disputes by peaceful means. And many people forget this particular provision of the UN Charter. We are also deeply troubled by the tragedy unfolding in Palestine, and we urge the international community to be louder in voicing a call for a cessation of hostilities immediately. During his address to the General Assembly in September this year, President Ramaphosa expressed similar sentiments to the ones I've referred to when he said as follows, from the experience of our own journey from apartheid to democracy, we value the importance of engaging all partners to conflicts to achieve peaceful, just, and enduring resolutions. It is these principles that inform South Africa's participation in the African Peace Initiative, which seeks a peaceful resolution of the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. In this conflict, as in all conflicts, we have insisted that the UN Charter's principle of respect for the territorial integrity of every country should be upheld. Our participation in the African Peace Initiative is informed by a desire to see an end to the suffering of those most directly affected by the conflict, and the millions on our continent and across the world, who as a result of, conflict and of the conflict are now vulnerable to worsening hunger and deprivation. As the international community, we must do everything within our means to enable meaningful dialogue, just as we should refrain from any actions that fuel the conflict. As we confront other conflicts in several parts of the world, including on our continent, Africa. It is vital that we invest in prevention and peace building. This was a quotation I extracted from his contribution at the General Assembly. Dear Minister, we are meeting at a time when the world is experiencing grave escalation of the conflict between Israel and Palestine. The carnage and senseless destruction of property as well as the untold pain and suffering on all sides, should be condemned unreservedly. These events remind us of our own suffering at the hands of the apartheid machinery. And therefore, we call for an immediate end of hostilities, unconditional provision of medical supplies, and humanitarian aid. It has thus become more urgent that the relevant UN resolutions and decisions are fully executed to ensure peaceful coexistence between Israel and Palestine for sustained peace. It is our belief, as President Mandela said, that the struggle of South Africa is not complete if the people of Palestine are not free. I look forward, Minister, to our engagement today not only to review the status of our bilateral relations, but also to try and explore ways in which we can ensure that our cooperation increases in substance and diversity.